Welcome to the Digital Investors Podcast with Matt and Liz Rad, where we explore how you can invest in the new digital economy with expert interviews, proven strategies, and stories of success. Get inspired to grow your portfolio for the future. G'day everyone, it's Matt Rad here from the eBusiness Institute where we teach people how to buy and build websites for income. And what I'm really excited about today is our very special guest, Joshua, because he has recent, he's one of our digital investor students and he's recently sold a website on Flipper for $23,000 that he built from scratch, just started it three years ago. So what I want to do is get Josh's, uh, Joshua's story out. And also there's some really inspirational lessons in here. If you're looking maybe to quit your job or you're wondering about how does this work? You know, how can this work? Getting online, earning money online, buying sites, building sites. So what I want to do is hear Josh, Joshua's experience. Um, and welcome, Joshua. Thanks so much for coming aboard. Hey, Matt. How's it going? Yeah, it's awesome to have you on. And I'm very excited to have you on, Joshua, because you've done one of my favorite strategies at the moment. So as you know, in the Digital Investor Program, we teach not only how to buy websites, but also how to build websites from scratch and sell them. Now, you've just done the dream one, which is started it from zero in a passion site that you love, and you've sold it for a really high price or a very, very nice price, $23,000. So do you want to tell us what was the site about? Yeah, so the site was all about jet skis. Um, it covered a lot of content about jet ski accessories, where to go jet ski riding, where to hire a jet ski, um, mm -hmm. and things you should know. So it was a passion side of mine, which I started before owning a jet ski in order yeah. to, for myself to learn more about jet skis. And then yeah. that way, as I went cool. and bought, um, bought my jet ski, I'd actually have an income stream to sort of pay off the jet ski. Yeah. And yeah. so, and with this site, because... Joshua, there's, I know you're, we'll talk about your actual background here in a minute, but there's a lot of beginners listening today who maybe have never done this before. Do you want to explain how the website actually makes money? Because it's about jet skis. It doesn't sell physical jet skis, does it? No, it doesn't. No. So it's the two primary ways it made money was just putting ads on the site through Zoic and using Amazon Associates links. Um, it also had a little bit of lead generation revenue, but uh, yeah, the, the easiest ones, uh, affiliate links to Amazon and just ads. So yeah, basically if someone uh, read an article on your website, they click on one of those links and they get sent over to Amazon. If they buy that product on Amazon, you get an affiliate commission. Correct, yes. And, and what sort of products were you recommending? Like we were you recommending full big jet skis because that'd be a nice affiliate commission, <laughs> but I'm presuming it wasn't. Well, what sort of products did you generally recommend on there? Yeah, that, that would be nice to sell jet yep. skis and get those big commissions. But, uh, yeah, that's not possible because of the nature of, of that business model. Um, but I sold a lot of life jackets, uh, GPS devices, awesome. yep. um, and uh, VHF radios. That's yeah. cool. So I, re I really like how you've started this out. This is why I want to get this is perfect. This is why I want to get you here today. This is a, a passion site. You're into these big giant jet skis, but you thought, okay, I can't make money off the jet ski itself, but I can do the peripheries around it and build all this content that's useful content. And when people click on there or click on an ad, you get paid. That's how you make money. Now, with that model, 
content is super important, isn't it? So you're passionate about this, but you're still learning about the topic. But yep. typically, to give, a, to give a, a gauge of how big this site was, how much traffic was coming each month to the website? Yeah, so in the off-season, it'd go down to ten to 12,000 pages a month. I say the off-season, it's like winter in the US, but yep. Australia it would be summer, so it, it, it wouldn't bottom out. Um, yep. But then in the higher season, which was June, July in the US, you know, the summer was around the 20,000 mark. Awesome. So, so mate, well done. So you, you started from zero traffic and you built this thing up and I'm presuming you saw the traffic go exponential. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it just, for the first six months, it just sort of just sat flat, maybe a tiny bit of traffic and then Wumper, off she went. Once Google realised what my site's about and I had enough content to drive that traffic in. Awesome. And... And what sort of money was it making, Joshua? Uh, average five to six hundred a month, sometimes seven hundred a month. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, because I noticed. I think you were telling me the last month it just hit it because the season's about to start. It hit seven hundred dollars in the month. So that's yep. in the in the top. And I'm presuming if you'd kept the site, obviously it's going to keep growing, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. So. Originally, I was going to keep the site over this summer period and then sell it once I had even yeah. more revenue and, you know, sort yeah. of drive up that multiple. But I came to realise that, well, a sophisticated buyer who's looking to buy the site wouldn't want to buy an asset that's just about to drop because of a seasonal change. Yes. So they, the, the buyer's now bought a site that's about to actually take off even more um, yeah. than what it did last year over the summer period because there's more content. Yeah, so whilst it's a... I think that's one of the reasons too why you're able to get such a high multiple. Whilst it looks like a high multiple, it's a win-win for you and the buyer. They've yeah. bought themselves a site that's about to boom even more over the summer. So it's a it's kind of a no-brainer deal for both of you, really. Exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. And and I should mention here too, I'm sure you're pretty happy with the sale process because it was one of our own from personally trained by me, and that's Joe Burrell. Yes. Uh, you, yep. you, and you've met Joe lots of times at our events and things like that. So he he was the broker that operated for you, didn't you? And you sold it through the Flipper platform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Originally, I was thinking to do Empire Flippers or Flipper myself, but yep. Joe just took off all the, the stress out of it because I had someone that uh, I could ask questions. He was talking to the buyers, but not too much because, you know, he fills out those listings so yeah. well that there's not too much that uh, people need to ask and they can do a bit of their own research too on the site and go from there. And, and I mean, the proof's in the pudding, as they say, look at the result he got you. It was a really good result. And I know in our community, it was very heavily watched. We, we helped yeah. email out about it too a lot. And we had lots of people saying to us, oh, we're interested in Joshua's site and um, yeah. we want to want to buy it and everything. And, and, it, and it, it reminds me of, uh, you remember a, a number of years ago, we saw Nathan and Alexa, they did the same thing. Their site that they were learning on at the time, they sold for around the same price, $17,000, and they sold that yeah. through Joe as well. It's very similar multiple to what you've done. And mm -hmm. so really well done there. So, Joshua, yeah. there's going to be a few questions here, mate, because this is something that I want people to, to realise as well. You're not an actual beginner online, are you? You're quite different to most of our students on the Digital Investor Program. Do you, do you want to give us a, a bit of a background there too? What, what's your experience online? Yeah, sure. So I, um, I actually studied IT at uni and I dropped out because I'm actually right. not that technical. Yeah. Um, and I went in the mining industry for six years, but I was yeah. always looking for a way to get out. And in your early 20s, you tend to look for a lot of shiny objects. 
Um, I did buy a course in this industry uh, maybe around 12 years ago. Um, And I, the course was good, but I just jumped around too much. Um, But I'd followed you guys in your journey for the last few years. And I then uh, came on board with a course eventually. And um, yeah, I've started to take ever since starting jet ski advice, just took this so seriously pumped out all my own content like there's no outsourcing so the the, the profit margin on that is remarkably good so yeah (laughs) so we'll come to that in a minute what i'm interested remind me again because we've known you what for to a person we've known you for a couple of years now because you were more advanced you liz and i had a chat to you before before we let you on the program basically (laughs) because we don't normally allow people as advanced as you because so just so everyone knows and those of you who are more advanced listening to this joshua's been doing this for 10 years but what did you do in the mining game what what were you you like christian are you on remote stuff or yeah i was flying fly out for six years i worked out in the middle of nowhere um i i'd get very dirty i'd do a lot of field work, um, also do some of the sort of Homer Simpson in the control room sort of work. Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, earned great money, but I was not happy at all. So Thank I was looking for a way to get out um, and create an income stream that was um, – I didn't want something that was more customer service focused or where I'd have phone calls and that sort of thing. I just wanted something – and that's why I came to love the content site model, but – when I was so young, I was like, you can't stay focused. Um, but now <laughs> I just got serious. I got focused yeah. and I just kept pushing forward, even though it's, you know, the first six months, nothing really happens. I just kept yeah pushing forward and, and eventually the, the site took off and I kept moving after that. Yeah. Mate, it's good to know your background because just so you know, we have lots of, and I think you would have met them at our three-day workshops, you know, FIFOs who, because here in Australia, anyone listening from overseas, we've had this big mining boom. FIFO means fly in, fly out. So you typically work, what did you work? One week on, one week off. Yep. And yeah, we've got a number of members. You can see our interview with Chris, who did exactly, he was on oil rigs. As you know, very highly paid, but quite a stressful way to live your life. Yeah. And you're a young guy, you could do it because, you know, you've you've had a family and all that sort of stuff. So now yep. coming online, can I, this is really interesting actually because I know a little bit about your personal journey. When you when you quit that high-paying role and you, and you started to figure out, so you're kind of figuring out how to make money online and stuff, you went off travelling the world and stuff too, didn't you? Yeah, yep. So I uh, left mining. Um, I had enough money to sort of sustain us for six to 12 months okay, um, yeah. and and back then I, uh, I actually came across you guys back then too but again <laughs> I didn't have the patience to to go out and create these content sites I didn't have the maturity and uh, oh. I, but I should have in hindsight should have bought the course then I think I would have been a lot further along than I am today um, but yeah then um, then we had a child and then I uh, went into warehousing and logistics for four years um, and then eventually through affiliate marketing, building content sites, I was able to quit my job. I did a bit of e-commerce as well. That really yeah, helped. Yeah, we should, should yeah. mention that. Well, what was yeah. what did you think of that? Because we don't teach e-commerce websites yeah. at all. But what did you? What's your experience? Did you enjoy doing that online? Was that a good valuable part of your journey? Or yeah, yeah, e-commerce is a great model in that yeah. you can be um, earning income streams sooner than content sites. 
The only drawback is you need a lot of money and there's more risk involved. If you're selling on Amazon or eBay, you don't own the asset, right? Despite the fact that these um, FBA businesses are getting a lot of uh, good multiples too, they're actually harder to run. You need to put up lots of money. You'll cash the, the repayment on that investment obviously it's going to be locked in for quite some time uh, whereas yeah. you can just start with content sites much more sooner um, so I've done well in e-commerce I don't do e-commerce uh, at the moment I've stopped for the last couple of years good I Joshua that- you've seen the light you come over to yes. the outside all right yes. I, yeah. I like it that is yes. <laughs> because now looking at what you do this is what I'm really excited about because you're, you're so advanced I, I well you know, more advanced than new people are coming onto our course and you see them in our f- private Facebook page and everything. Yeah. Share with us what's your, t- what's your portfolio look like these days. So you're fully absorbed in content sites. What's your portfolio look like these days? Yeah, yeah I, I live and breathe this stuff nonstop. Uh, <laughs> love it. And <laughs> I create all my own content. I've now got I would say at least 20 sites. I don't want to admit how many sites I've got because yep. it gets a bit silly, but yeah, uh, 20 sites at least. Um, of those, seven are actually making money. The other three yep. are in various parts of seeding. I like to seed sites yep. and then just wait six months and then go back and work on them um, cool. because of that that period it takes for Google to pick you up and then and the traffic to take off. Um, so I've got some sites that I, most of my sites, I'm looking to do the same formula where it's buy, uh, sorry, start, Real. scale, and then eventually exit, flip on and buy flippers and the like. So I've got yes. one I'm working on that I'm looking to do a six-figure exit on in the next sort of 12 to 18 months. Yep, I know um, about that yes. site. I've had a little, yes. a very, very <laughs> good site. And yeah, so your strategy, and I want to be clear for everyone, Joshua's not buying any sites, even though he knows how to do it. And that's not what he came on our course for. It's more the content strategy and and what how do you say? Yeah, start it, build it, scale it, like, and then sell it off for you know five or six figures. And you build a portfolio over time. So you're gonna have 20 of these going. So that all starts yep. to compound. And I know you you love the interviews that we did with you and who does that at big scale, doesn't he? he launches 30 yes. at a time and he's raised millions. And I know, you know a lot of people in our community love Ewan's strategy and it's working really well in his current marketplace as well. Would you agree with that? Is that, is that what you're finding across your 20 sites? Here's an interesting question for you. So, you know, you're not at Ewan's scale because he's got massive big teams behind him. But for you yep. working solo from home um, off your laptop, are you finding this strategy now really kicking in quite nicely in the current marketplace? Yeah, absolutely. It compounds over time, so it's very slow to get going. Um, but the more you stick at it, the better it gets. Um, and I'm seeing still a lot of opportunity for keywords. A lot of stuff's quite easy to rank for, um, totally. provided you do the research. And I think if you're going to go out there in the market and you know do $5 articles like, used to be done 10 years ago it's not going to work out too well if you go and do the research um you might outsource but then add a bit of your own spin into the content as well it's it's going to do quite well um and you know there's a lot of buyers out here there's there's a lot more buyers than there are sellers it's a yeah it's a seller's market that is brilliant Joshua, you have no idea any of my personal coaching clients. I hope you listen to what Joshua just said. That is that is awesome because on that note, in terms of content, 
it, this is this is it's really really cool if you make that proper investment into good content you will get the results that's what you're finding now and i want to look at you do do and you've mentioned it already you do something quite different to even what we teach which is you create all the content yourself now yeah. <laughs> okay so this is so this is not what i'm recommending any of our clients <laughs> who are listing but i you know devil's advocate here we've got to hear every side of the story and guys you're listening to someone joshua who's incredibly successful with this doing all of this himself so you're obviously a good writer joshua and you love it and i notice you pick niches and websites because i know quite a number of your sites you pick niches that you're absolutely passionate about to give us an idea of what it takes let's look back at the site you just sold for twenty three thousand dollars, right you've built that from scratch yourself what sort of hours have, do you put into that yourself and how have you structured that over the last two or three years? How's that work when you're creating all this content yourself? Because I, I would imagine it sounds like a lot of work to me, but I want to get a, I want to get a, for anyone listening, I want to get a gauge of what does it actually take if you write all the content yourself? Yeah, yeah. So in total, I tracked it as close as I could, uh, but it was about 200 hours of my own time to the site that yeah. mostly was creating the content, obviously a little bit of website design, which is pretty straightforward to do, but yeah, the that... content took up the bulk of the time. Um, 200 hours sounds like a lot of time, but mm. I batched a lot of this um, and 200 hours over two years is about what, two hours a week. All right. Yeah. When, you do, when you average it all out like that, it's not that much, but I would batch it. So I would spend maybe 20 hours one week on it and leave it for a few weeks, come back another 10 hours, a few more articles pump about. There was a six month period where I did nothing on the site. Um, I just okay. worked on other sites, but it just went up. Yeah. Yeah. So that, so the cool thing, Joshua, too, that I'll, I mean, it's obvious to me and you, but I, we've got a lot of corporate people listening to this as well. You need to realize guys, I hope you heard what Joshua just said. You don't have to work on websites nonstop. It's not like you have to turn up every day to work on this or anything like that. So you can patch it. Your life gets in the way, kids, family, whatever. Other websites, Joshua, take your interest. So, yeah. so typically you would park, you know, at times, like you said, you'd park that site for even six months and then come back to it yep. and work on it. Yeah, yeah. Nowadays what I'm doing is more so I will spend an entire month on a site like I'm, I'm, yeah. my real passion one at the moment is a site about sailing. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. My, my dream is to sail around the world. So I'm awesome. super passionate about this. Um, I've just hit 110 articles. I've done three articles Ooh. already this morning. I've got another two to do this afternoon and Man. just love this site so much. Um, but, yeah, if just... Yeah. You, I batch it as a now. I used to do like a few days or just I didn't have a plan, but now yeah. I've got a succinct plan. I am um, from the end of May. Um, I finished working this site. I'm not allowed to touch it until next year. So oh, there you I, go. Sort of, I, I ban myself from cool. going back on sites. I have to because I have to work on another site that I'm seeding yeah. and, and building that up. So, yeah. that's all, Well, that's a little bit like what Ewan shared with us all at one of our events yeah. as well. Yeah. He batches it as well where this is the gentleman that builds lots and lots of sites from scratch. Exact same thing. We'll work on it really intensely for like a month and then literally he said he outright leaves it for a year and that's what we did in the last interview, which I know you enjoyed as well. He yeah. gave us an update of how it how it's all gone and not every site worked that well but some just went through the roof and so that it's cool you can literally park these websites and i don't think 
you know, your average person in the street realises how web, passive websites or semi-passive websites work, that, that you can literally do a whole batch of work on them and then park them. So that's a really good lesson. And it's cool to hear it from you because you're doing and seeing the results now. So is that like your other site that are you happy to mention, because I just want to give people an idea of like your passion niches. You know, the other site that you were talking to me earlier, you're looking at selling that for six figures next year through one of the brokers. Yeah. You happy to say what niche that's in? Yeah, yeah. So it's in the motorcycle niche. Yeah. So it's yeah. very similar to the jet ski. So I'm presuming you're yeah. following the same process. Mm. Just Yeah, I have a affinity for the outdoors niches. Yeah. Um, stuff I do myself. So it's very easy to create content on. There's also a very wide audience there. Sort of yeah. I want to make sure I can get as many people to the site as possible. Yeah. yeah. So that's why you're thinking that one's going to be a lot bigger than say the jet ski, because jet ski yeah. niche is somewhat more um uh, niche than motorbikes you're finding you can go quite broad with. Correct, yes. Yeah, yeah. And and is it monetized the same way, AdSense yep. or Zoic, and then affiliate offers? But obviously you're not getting affiliate commissions on motorbikes. It's all the periphery equipment around it. Yeah, so, um, yeah, again, it's the same thing. I'm doing sailing GPSs, sailing life jackets. Um, oh, and the all the, Yeah, all, all, yeah, so it's quite similar obviously there's different gear that sailors use yeah um but yeah just um i might do some lead generation on the site but i want to try and keep it as passive as possible so yeah. it's probably i'm eventually i i think this is going to go to a more jessica advice got up to the twenty thousand a month mark yep. last year and in, in the height of summer i think the sailing one is going to go more like a hundred thousand so i'm going to go to yeah. media vinyl ad thrive down yep. the track and then the rpms are really going to come up yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I think you're, you'll do really well. And similarly with the motorbike one, you know, yes. that because yeah. you've got that same broad range. Have you, what, uh, do reviews of helmets and, and gloves and stuff like that? Yep. Yeah, yep. The, yeah just um, the Roundup reviews do quite well. Um, yep. I find them as a writer quite difficult to write because they, yep. they're not a sort of something you can just pump out on the spot. It has to be really well-researched. So I might spend five to six hours on that article, but the article is very well-paying if you pick a really good topic yeah. to write about. Done once, um, done forever, as our mentor exactly. said just many years ago. Yeah, it's exactly. like writing a book. One article on, on your blog, once it starts ranking, can generate tens of thousands of visitors for the next five yep. years. It's a pretty phenomenal ROI. Even if you're writing them yourself, Joshua. Now, yeah. can I just say something? As a coach, I'm not 100% sure <laughs> that you should be writing. Or, you do realize, don't you? You could jump on the Upwork, and there are a multitude of seriously talented individuals who can help you leverage this for the sake of $30 to $50 for good articles, which, if they rank, that's worth every last cent. Um, that's what mm -hmm. you are such an anomaly in our community. Everyone else, <laughs> you know outsources on like Upwork or Freelancer yeah. or whatever. Um, I mean, that's what, you've got to stick to what you're good at and what you're comfortable with, though. It's obviously working really well for you, isn't it? And, and you personally enjoy this too, I take it. Yeah, I've written over 2,000 articles. Um, so <laughs> I think that answers your question right wow. now. But where, where did you I, learn? Were you good at writing at school or at English? Like, you work in the uh, mines. I struggled at school. The best thing I ever did was actually English, but I still only got a 7 <laughs> out of 10. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I'm you're actually, a you're, you're basically, you realise you're basically a writer. You're, you're your own yes, publisher. Correct. But uh, I never took a writing course or anything like that. Um, wow. I just... 
I've tried, I've outsourced some articles on yeah. other sites. Um, I probably outsourced hundred articles in my journey. Um, I've outsourced to agencies, which do quite well, yeah, but it well. costs quite yeah. a bit of money. I've yeah. also outsourced to, I guess, second tier countries that don't do quite well. Um, but also with some ex- inexperience, what I find is that if I, I, if I'm not giving the right instructions, it's like input in, input out, right? Yeah. And so I sort of take the blame for not having the experience or the know-how or sort of what to give the writer so that they can produce a really good quality piece um, that actually ranks and gets traffic in it and um, helps boost the site up. Yeah, okay. That, yeah. that is cool. It is just so very different, isn't it? Because, you oh, what was it you, you said to me? You noticed on our Digital Investor, the private Facebook page, people were asking, does anyone here write their own, their own content and what's it like? Well, guys... He's Joshua, yeah. living, breathing, doing it. You've just seen the result he got on Flipper and you've heard at least two of his other sites are going to sell for six figures somewhere in the next year or so. Um, so public accountability for you, Joshua. We're, we're expecting you to jump at our th- jump up at our three-day workshop and say, yeah, I saw, I saw yeah. my motorbike site for six figures or whatever. Yeah. Yes. I've, uh, people, so a few people have reached out to me to get them to, for me to write on their sites. And wow. I've paid, been paid very well for those articles, yeah. my, like 20 cents a word sort of pay. Um, yeah, nice. and when so a, if you're so you think about it, think about where you were, say, when you first started this, when you were living the laptop lifestyle, you know, traveling around the world. That's not a bad yeah. second income for you while you're traveling around. Yeah. If you're a young guy, because you, you, I mean, you still are a young guy, you're half my <laughs> age, but uh, but but you know, for a, you think of the young guy, young people listening to this as well, if they're you know, as you know, a lot of them want to do the laptop lifestyle thing, yeah. that's another skill which I just I didn't think of because. For me, getting online, for me personally, I actually failed English at school. So it's never been a consideration that I could ever write articles. So to meet someone, a legend like you, you're like Liz. You can just write really, Liz, she's a really good writer too. But that's another secondary skill or income generator you can have now if, you know, for young people getting out there wanting to travel around once they've got these skills. Hey, and another question I wanted to ask, just something a little odd that you it's just caught my eye on, on your listing. Um, when you sold the jet ski site, another little niche monetization you found was selling direct leads. Can you mention what they were? Because they're quite niche. They weren't leads for jet skis. No. So um, I saw in Hrefs that there was a bit of interest in people wanting to start a jet ski rental business, particularly during the pandemic. Um, oh, yeah. And uh, you know, a little bit of traffic. And I thought I'll create an article about that. Um, just with the, obviously I hadn't started a debt school rental business, but I talked to a couple of people who had, yeah. and then I also compiled some extra research and things to be mindful of, um, when you're starting out, um, that article became the number one article on the website out of nowhere. <laughs> um, with two, two, over 2000 pages a month on that article. Ooh. And so if someone's looking to start a jet ski rental business, one of the things that they're going to want is insurance quotes because that's yeah. very important. So I, uh, I reached out and, and I hunt around for a company that would insure these um, future business owners and said, hey, look, I've got the site. Do you have a deal? And so, yeah, they, they had a, an affiliate program or lead generation. And so it was just sent on an account. Ten minutes later, <laughs> I had links on the site. So 
Man, that's so, that's so cool. So that it, you can think outside of the square for monetizing these content sites. It, it's you know, selling direct leads as well. You'd be able to do that with the sailing site and the motorbike site, I would think, too. Yeah, yep, yep. <laughs> I think the sailing site might also open itself up to the travel markets, people yeah. that want to charter a yacht. Totally. It yeah. could be huge. If you get massive traffic in that in that niche, I think you could, you know, with travel now opening up again, and that's a booming niche. Yeah. It's a very popular evergreen niche as well. Um, totally. There will be private companies that will pay for leads there because you're going to have yes. the traffic. Exactly yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that That is super cool. So for most of your sites, here's a question for you. How do you get the ideas to start these 20 sites? Just, you know, let, let's throw it out there. What sort of ideas in general? Is it just purely from topics you're interested in? Yeah, topics I'm interested in, but also I just go outside and look what people are doing. Yeah. Right. If people are doing it, then there's potential there. Then what I like to do is if I want to validate a niche, I go and look if, if, if there's YouTubers talking about this thing. Um, if there's a lot of subscribers, if there's Reddit subreddits, if there's Facebook groups, um, if there's magazines on the shelf in, in a new agency, that's a telltale sign that there is an that's, audience there that wants to be yeah. served. And that's a big one that we teach as well. We're always going to look yeah. in the mag, especially in this day and age, there's hardly yeah. any magazines. First started online, Liz and I, that's how we used to do it. We just get, back then there was lots of magazines in lots of passion topics. And we just literally go down to the local news agency and just spend half an hour and we buy up all these different magazines and different hobbies and stuff and take them home and read them and go, you know what, there's someone making money in this niche, we can do a website in this space. And that's a really, that's a, I think that's a really smart strategy to do even in this stage, particularly now because magazines, there's hardly, there's only half of them left now, but any that are left, obviously there's money in that niche. That's a really good starting point. That is, that is a super cool way of doing it. Exactly. And I, and I think today we are the magazine. But yeah. we're not tied up with having to have distribution agreements. The, no. the accessibility here is so easy. Go and yeah. start a domain, GoDaddy, 20 yep. bucks, posting your account, 10 bucks a month and just go. Yep. And now you're the publisher. You're an online publisher, exactly. really. And you yep. in particular, like you're, you're not only that, you're an online journalist as well. Like you're, yep. you're the whole team. And I take it, so on your team, it's just you because you, we should mention, where do you live, Can you got to give it, you got to give a shout out for, <laughs> for God's country up here. Yes. The Sunshine Coast, place to be, right? Queensland yep. in general, right? Queensland, so, but Sunshine yes. Coast in particular. How far are you from the beach, Joshua? Uh, five Talking minutes. about. Yeah. Five minutes, mate. You're living, living the dream up there. So how big yeah. how big's your team that you've got to run these 20-odd sites? It's just myself. Um, I, I seed some sites. I um, focus on some other sites. Um, I always look at new ideas I have, that compulsive, you know, um, shiny object syndrome still to this day. <laughs> I like yep. to start Good. new sites, but, hey, it's, it's in the right direction. So, yeah. yeah. And, and I take it, and obviously you, you just love what you do. So this is unique as well, Joshua. You you do all this stuff yourself because you are more advanced. I do want to point that out to everyone. Joshua has technical skills now, and you heard at uni he studied IT as well before he worked in the mines. Yeah. But, um, but you know, you build pretty – you keep it very simple, though, on your websites. There's nothing – there's no full-on – it's just WordPress, isn't it? It's very standard layouts that you use. Yep, it's just straight into WordPress. I just use Excel to build out a very basic content plan 
Yep, I just use Hrefs to look at what keywords I should rank for and yep. to look at some other sites already in the niche and what they're going for. Yep. And then I just go. And then you go for it. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a team, of, a team of one living on the, on the you know, five minutes from the beach on the sunshine. You're going to make a lot of people jealous yes. listening to this. They're just going, oh, well, well, hopefully. Actually, I'm going to flip it around. I'm hoping from this interview, this is super cool, that you've actually just inspired a whole stack of people, particularly younger people as well who are thinking, what, what do I, where do I head in life? Through to our members who are trying to get out of their corporate roles and realising, wow, this is another way I can do it. I can build my own content sites. It, I mean, hats off to you. It's really cool. It, so um, I do want to say a very big thank you for coming along today to share your personal experience. I know you don't normally give interviews like this and stuff, but I, I had to reach out and grab you. And also, it's a, I think it's, Joshua, it's a, it's a watch this space. So I can't wait to see you at our next three-day yeah. workshop. Yeah. Um, up there bragging about your next six-figure website sale when you when you do it with one of your, one of your websites. Yes. But, yeah, and, and also, obviously, a big congratulation on the success with your, with your you. websites. Thank yeah. you so much uh, about what Josh has done and the sort of strategies he's following. Obviously, sign up for our masterclass and we go through exactly the strategy that Josh is doing, uh, Joshua is doing, and also maybe consider joining our digital investor program as well. And you can be doing the same sort of things as what Joshua is doing there. But also while you're at it, if you're inspired by these stories, check out some of our other interviews, like with Nathan and Alexa. They've done a very similar thing to you as well. And, and say like Chris, who was the, the FIFO oil worker, he now does the same thing, building these portfolio sites from scratch. Um, it's a really great space to be in in the current market. And it's a slower burn strategy, building these sites from scratch but definitely a very smart strategy, very low risk. Um, you can do it part-time while you're exiting your, your job. And um, just, but although Joshua, as you heard, has been doing this full-time for quite a long time now. But, mate, thanks so much for coming along today. It was awesome. All right. Thanks, Matt. I'm glad to be here. Awesome. You've been listening to a Digital Investors podcast with Matt and Liz Rad from the eBusiness Institute. If you'd like more great content, interviews and inspiration, make sure you subscribe here in your podcast app or visit digitalinvestors.com for more insights into the future of investing online.